Welcome to College Football Roundtable, your source for college football coverage, including major storylines, playoffs, can't miss game previews, and picks each week. Join your hosts, Dan, Rob, and Jordan at the roundtable for a show unlike anything else. As for Football presents the College Football Roundtable. What's up, Trash Talk Nation? Welcome back to the College Football Roundtable, or if you prefer, Ring Knocker Radio. I'm your host, Rob, the Angry Colonel, joined today by Dano Ikebesa in Coastal Carolina, and James in the misrepresented, underrepresented state of Oklahoma. But we'll dive into this a little bit deeper as we get into the the discussion this week. So, uh... Dan, if you don't mind, let's roll right into the Service Academy results for last week. Yeah, man. As we were just discussing before we came on the air, Army beat Air Force in a panic-inducing, heart-attack-inducing game, 21-14 in overtime to retain possession of the Commander-in-Chief's trophy at West Point and potentially win it outright with a win at Army-Navy. Both defenses played well against the run, but Army made a few more big plays in the passing game after halftime. Still, Zoomies came back, tied it up as the fourth quarter ended. Uh, Army scored on a miracle fumble recovery into the end zone and then held the Zoomy scoreless in the second half of overtime, and that was your ball game. Army's defense gave up a decent amount of yards through the air, but they held when it counted. They came up with a sack, four tackles for loss, an interception, and one crucial crucial pass defensed to steal the game in overtime. I was at this game. James was at this game. I'm telling you, this thing was next level. It was so awesome. Do not miss this if you have the opportunity to go next year. Uh, I was a little bit bummed. Plus, the camera angles were hot garbage, so they still had the baseball set up in the stadium. So it was like some oh, very, man. very weird angles on TV. And uh, we'll get into a little bit more. Or we'll probably talk about it on the Army show. But, uh, again, do not have the broadcasters for the home team broadcasting <laughs> on a neutral field. It's like these ass clowns are, you know, oh, oh, yay. Like basically they could have just started applauding and popping champagne when Air Force was scoring touchdowns because these fools were literally like cheering for them in the game. And it's like, be neutral at best. You know, that's all that we ask. Even if you are, you know, leaning a certain way, just be as neutral as possible. Yeah. So I I saw all those comments and I was thankful to be in the stadium. Um, Granted, 40 yards away from the action because we had the outfield between us and the Army sideline. But good seats. Fun game, even with a massive hangover. Holy crap. And then the other game uh, was Navy lost to Notre Dame, 34-6. to I actually watched this on the tailgate TV as well. Mids kept it close through about the first quarter, quarter and a half, but uh, the Irish smushed them bad after that. And uh, worse, quarterback, quarterback Ty Lavatai well, left the game with what looked to me like a broken collarbone, like he was holding his shoulder in, in all the wrong ways. Uh, Mids put up just 184 yards of offense, and yo, they are not good without Lavatai. So um, that's not great. Finally, uh, Coast Guard Academy lost to WPI 38 to six. They gave up 283 yards rushing in almost 43 minutes time of possession. Like they're gonna get smoked next week. Bottom line. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think the Commanders, the Commanders Cup or Presidents Cup, correction, is uh, this weekend. Merchant Marines out of bye, and they're a pretty tough team. So uh, I think that's <laughs> gonna be a smackdown for real. Uh, all right, so 
Army looks good heading into the last month. I mean, I think the performance against Wake Forest was a good indicator of, of how well the offense could produce, even though Wake Forest was a monolith until they went to UNC. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Air Force is already bowl eligible. Uh, they can regroup after this past week's loss, but they got a decent chance of getting nine or maybe ten wins before the end of the season if you count their bowl game. And uh, Navy is just rebuilding. Uh, hopefully – you know, Ken and, Ken and old Jasper don't get freaking canned at the end of the year and try and bounce back. But, you know, after watching this season, that BYU job probably looks a lot better to old Ken, but uh, it is what it is. Moving on to the Commander Chief trophy status, as we noted earlier, Army uh, will win the trophy outright if they win against Navy on December the 11th. But at the very least, they're going to retain the, t- the, the Commander Chief's trophy at West Point but it's always nice to have the outright win rather than a, a three-way tie. So, James, if you don't mind, let's go to the top ten poll standings, if you even want to call that. I think it's more like the revolving door of college football. But <laughs> <laughs> you got we'll it. Keep so, going. Uh, so the top, uh, top 25 has had 56 losses so far this year. Eight more this week makes it 64. Uh, it's a new record, and there's still four weeks left in the season. Uh, teams ranked 3, 9, 12, 13, 17, 18, 20, and 23 all lost. And those are AP rankings, uh, not the uh, BCS rankings. Correct, Rob? Uh, yes, that's correct. Okay. Sorry, right. I put that together, but yes, that's Good. correct. We're, we want real yeah. rankings anyway, so uh, we'll stick with the <laughs> AP. Unranked Purdue beat Michigan State 40-29. Uh, this is the second time Purdue has beaten the top three team. And uh, as uh, was written, uh, Boilermakers have become the Spoilermakers of 2021. They have 17 wins over ranked opponents when they're unranked uh, all time. So they're a crazy, uh, crazy school. And, uh, you know, they are going to Columbus for that game against Ohio State. But that's going to be a fun one for the Buckeyes. Unranked North Carolina came back and beat number nine Wake Forest uh, in a pretty heartbreaking uh, game for the Demon Deacons. Unranked TCU. Uh, Sons uh, head coach Gary Patterson beats number 12 Baylor by two points. Texas A&M. That was number, wild. Yeah, right? Uh, and, and ending Baylor's playoff hopes uh, in all likelihood. Number 14 Texas A&M beats Auburn 20-3. to uh, We officially have an Auburn team with nothing to lose playing Alabama in Auburn this year, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and then unranked Arkansas beats Mississippi State ranked number 17, 31-28. Unranked Tennessee beats 18 Kentucky. Man, a lot of top 25 SEC teams falling. I wonder yeah, if that was, t- was a tough loss for the Wildcats. <laughs> uh, they only lose by three. Unranked Illinois beats number 20 Minnesota, 14 to six. Another Big Ten score. And unranked Boise beats number 23 Fresno State by a whopping 24 points. Uh, wild weekend rules. But with that, you got your new top ten. Uh, staying at number one is Georgia, number two, Cincinnati. Number three is Alabama, number four, Oklahoma, five, Oregon, six, Ohio State. Notre Dame moves up to number seven, Michigan State at eight, Michigan at nine, and Oklahoma State rounding out the top ten, the false 1945 national champions. <laughs> nice. That's about it for the top ten. Yeah, you know, it's maybe worth noting here that the uh, coaches poll has Alabama second. It seems like the playoff committee would very, very much like to have Alabama second. And I think the playoff committee's got a little struggle there because how do they rank Notre Dame higher without making Cincinnati look good? 
Like this is this is a strategic problem right now for everyone involved. Yeah, you're right. The the committee just wants to figure out how to justify, you know, Cincinnati yeah. not being the top four. And and to be honest, like like I said earlier, you know, number five through twenty five in the in, in the CFP rankings are just to legitimize what they do at one through four. Like <laughs> UTSA not being ranked is just so that they can rank Wisconsin so that Michigan's win looks better. That's that's really it. But yeah. my opinions aside, uh, back to you, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the preview show or when they released the first round of, of playoff numbers, but whoever the president is, that guy's a jerk, man. He was like, Cincinnati, <laughs> who have they played? Like, he was the <laughs> on Cincinnati. And it's like, hey, look, you know, not for nothing, I, I think we all want to see the best teams make it into the playoff. I mean, when LSU was in there two years ago, like, everybody knew, like, whoever played them was going to lose. You know, it was just like – you know, Alabama a couple of years ago is like, oh, whoever plays them, they're going to lose because they were the best team in college football. So that's what we'd like to see is the best teams in college football make it to the playoff, not just the power five. But uh, notable additions to the uh, top 25, you got number 13, Wake Forest at eight and one. Number 14, BYU at eight and two. UTSA is ranked 15th and they're nine and oh. Again, some shade on the uh, on the group of five teams. Houston is at number 17 and eight and one. Coastal and Louisiana rounded out at number 22 and number 24, both eight and one. San Diego State had 84 votes. App State had 20 votes and SMU had four. All right, guys, here's the real question because we we're just beating it up and talking about it. Does Cincy have a legit path to the playoff this year or are they going to be on the outside looking in? Uh, they're going to be on the outside looking in. I mean, it's just writings on the wall, man. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty evident that. I'm not sure that there was a path for them, but for them to sit there and like struggle against Tulsa, it just gives all the haters all the ammunition that they wanted. So no, they're they're done, for better or worse. I'm not sure I agree or disagree. It just the only thing I don't want is two teams out of the SEC. Like I'd I'd rather see anything than that. Yeah, nobody wants to see a you know SEC championship rematch again. Even though you know, and again, you go back in time, the the Georgia Alabama game was phenomenal. You know, however. That was more of a drop of the, that was more of a fluke than it was the actual standard, you know, and it's the same thing. I think what's starting to happen is as the season starts to go on, at least this year, you're starting to see it shape up as uh, teams are picking each other off. So the Big Ten's picking each other off as well as the SEC. That happens every year in the SEC, but now it's starting to get that way in the Big Ten because you're having some undefeated teams get deeper into the season and then they uh they're getting their legs chopped off by an unranked <laughs> Purdue Boilermakers which like I was watching that game and it was just like man like they're gonna do it again and this is the second <laughs> time this is the second time this year you know against like a team in the top five this isn't even a top 10 this is a top five team so it was a great game to watch games of the week this week uh Army hosts Bucknell out of the Patriot League in their game <laughs> And the scout team would probably win by 21 points. So for those of you guys that uh, still have some eligibility left and you are in the Highland Falls area, you may want to try and sneak in on the sidelines. Uh, just remember, I, I, I got all four years plus a redshirt eligibility. There. <laughs> so if you're trying to if you're trying to sneak in on the Army team, uh, make sure you wear like the number 12 jersey. You'll get on the field and you'll probably score a touchdown. And uh, just 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 don't be too. Uh, excessive in your celebration because you may not be able to sneak back in navy has a bye this week they host uh, east carolina on the 20th november but again that's going to be interesting because it's boats against pirates uh, not going to end well for navy 
I mean, <laughs> they aren't going to be traveling the high seas at any time, but if they do, they would be, you know, scared by the skull and crossbones. Air Force travels to uh, Colorado States for the Falcon Ram Trophy game. Now, this is just ridiculous because, like, Air Force is so desperate to be relevant in college football. Everything has some kind of trophy on the line. I'm sorry. You don't have your three friends. You look like bus drivers in uniform. <laughs> hey, if hey, you question. Rob, do you, do you know, because we were at the game, we didn't see it. There's some sort of, like, there are two new trophies now for the Army Air Force game. Like, there was a, a football-style Commander's Classic trophy, and then there was some sword that Jeff Munkin was holding up. And I've yeah, never, I, I haven't yeah, seen either one before. Yeah, I saw, the I saw like, the Claymore. I am not sure what that was. I guess it's the McLeod trophy, so there could be only one. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it looks it looks like they uh, they're gonna keep adding stuff and like if Air Force has the budget to do that they got all those fancy buildings and all those uh, fancy donors and so they're giving they're giving it away. All right, so the uh, top ranked matchups this week roundtable game of the week is gonna be NC State at Wake Forest. I think that one's gonna be a good one. Uh, again, that's a potential shootout for sure. Thursday night you've got UNC, you got Tar Heels versus Pitt. Pitt was looking good, like they were looking like they were going to yeah. defeat and destroy everyone, and then they just got smacked around their last couple of games. Uh, the Wolverines versus the the Nittany Lions, that should be a good game. I think, it, I don't know if they're going to do another whiteout. I don't even know if the whiteout matters, because when you look at uh, whiteout games for Penn State, they actually have a worse record when they do a <laughs> night game, <laughs> all white. So I would probably stop it if I were them, or at least get uh, Keegan Michael Key to impersonate James Franklin on the sidelines. You got uh, Mississippi State versus Auburn. That's going to be a sleeper game. Northwestern at Wisconsin. That should probably be a good one. So if you do have time, I would probably tune into that one because Northwestern always plays uh, pretty tough, particularly with the the running teams in the uh, Big Ten. So that would be a good one to watch. And I'm an old Miss. Who knows about Texas A&M? Like it's feast or famine yeah. with those. It's either they're going to win or they are going to go down in flames. And against yeah. the old Lane Kiffin offense, who knows? Yeah. Got Notre win Dame by thirty Virginia. or lose by thirty for sure. Yeah, and then you got Notre Dame versus Virginia. Uh, again, Cavaliers have pulled some pretty some uh, pretty decent upsets and some good quality wins. But against Notre Dame, they're starting to gain momentum, and I think. Uh, you no know, coach has been threatening to execute his team during halftime rather than at the end of the game. Thus, the turnaround against Navy. And then uh, TCU versus Oklahoma State, I think that'll be a, a good game to watch again in, in the Big 12. Probably no defense. There'll probably be 100 points scored in that one. But, uh, hey, we do what we can. So right. I got a question. Uh, is Keegan-Michael Key going to be a uh, USC Trojans fan after the season? <laughs> I have no idea. He might. <laughs> I mean, he's already in Los Angeles, right? I mean, it'd be an easy commute for him to go uh, impersonate the head coach. Yeah, true, true statement. I know that he's a, I know that he's a big fan of, of uh, James Franklin, and he does a, a lot of impersonations. They actually had him on when he's a guest picker, dressed up just like him, and it was like, man, is that the real dude? Like, I have no idea, but uh, it should be interesting. All right, let's move it on to picks and trap games of the week. Weekly locks. What do you got, James? All right, so last week was a tough one for the crew. Uh, each uh, each of us took one pick, uh, and then Jordan, Dan, and Rob were all minus one. Jordan and Dan both took Wake Forest with two and a half points, and they disappointed. Rob took Kentucky favored by a point and a half, 
And those damn volunteers that don't know how to volunteer for anything ended up with a victory. So after that week, Dan is three units up on the season. Jordan and Rob are even. We will get Jordan's picks later. Uh, but Dan, why don't you go ahead and give us you know, your picks for this week? Yeah. I went back to the well with the uh, group of five this week. So I've got Buffalo plus seven and a half at Miami of Ohio. I really think the Bulls will win outright. Miami of Ohio has been a crazy team this year. My other pick is Air Force at Colorado State over 45. Uh, hot tip, way over 45. So trap game of the week. TCU at Oklahoma State. Horn Frogs just beat Baylor like pretty solidly, you know, despite their record. They can pull off the win. Like it's just been that kind of season. You can almost smell it. All right, so we got Buffalo seven and a half to cover, and then Air Force Colorado State over forty-five in a Mountain West shootout. Okay, Rob, what do you got? Yeah, I'm only picking one right now, but uh, so the my game to watch is going to be Notre Dame versus Virginia. Uh, I I will say that uh, Notre Dame will win it, but I think Virginia will cover because they have a they have a decent team and again if Notre Dame struggles in the first half they actually could be down at halftime so i think this might be a, a good game to watch and of course my uh my trap game of the week is i'm sticking like i'm going to be riding this Purdue train against ranked teams until the end of the year <laughs> you know and as much as as much as i'd like to say like hey look buckeyes are going to roll these dudes if you watch them against nebraska and that's the scary part so nebraska is another one of these sleeper teams too that could be have a much better record like if you look at the stats, uh, they're uh, you know talking about it this week. Is uh, Nebraska has had like seven or eight games and almost twenty games in the last two seasons where they uh, lost by a, a score or less. So you're talking seven points, three points, two points, one point, whatever. And so Nebraska is is good. I feel sorry for old Scott Frost because like he actually is a good coach and he's putting his team in position to win through coaching and they just fail to execute every time. And so I think this will be a, an, an interesting game. But again, my pick will be Virginia to cover. Notre Dame will win outright, but Virginia will cover. And the Buckeyes against the, the Boilermakers, I don't even know what the line on that game is, but I watched that one for sure because if Purdue plays like they have been against other ranked teams, it's going to be a good one. Okay, so we got uh, Virginia plus five and a half points against Notre Dame uh, as the one pick. Sounds good. All right, guys. And one more thing. So I got my new uh, As for Football shirt from Emblem Athletic on. So I'm going to be rotating through my wardrobe for the rest of the season because I actually have all I have black, gray and gold shirts, you know, as as <laughs> as afforded for Army. But, uh, yeah, hey, check out our sponsors and. and you know, everybody's got gear that they're trying to sell. Get some new swag, especially as it's starting to get wintertime. You're going to have to layer up. So get yourself a long sleeve black, you know, thermal shirt and get a T-shirt. So when you go run, when you go outside to work out or whatever you're doing, make sure that you look good and you feel good. So jump on with the Emblem Athletic. Also, VTT has a whole bunch of crazy shirts. So if you want to uh, trigger people while you're working out, you know, grab one of them or any of the other uh, numerous vendors that support veterans causes. And this week is veterans day. So do not forget that folks veterans day. I shouldn't have to say this to this crowd, but to the occasional looky loo that may be jumping on veterans day is for those that serve their country and are still alive or are serving in some other capacity as a citizen. Memorial day is for those that did not make it home and gave the ultimate sacrifice. So if somebody gets the two confused, educate them nicely 
but uh, still inform them. And of course, if you guys really want to go to Applebee's on a date night, <laughs> it's stop, Thursday. Stop, stop, Thursday stop, is the day to stop. go. Oh my god. I know that oh, was my God. Speaking of your friends, dignity and respect. Cheap <laughs> <laughs> plug. And no, those guys aren't buying any food for us. You, uh, you know, fun they're only fun story. I got pulled over uh, on the way. I got shamed into going to Applebee's a year ago uh, on Thursday. And I got pulled over and got a speeding ticket uh, on my way there. So it was a very, very expensive Veterans Day free dinner. Uh, <laughs> for yours, truly. <laughs> We still gave right. you a ticket. Hey, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, he probably, I, yeah, I deserve more than that. But hey, uh, the other good thing is that it now means that the anniversary is hit and the points are no longer on my license. So we're good to go. Congratulations. All right, that's awesome. All right, everybody. Hey, again, this is the Ring Knocker Radio on the Veteran Trash Talk channel as well as everywhere else that we post on social media. Beat Bucknell. Beat him. As for Football would like to thank you for your continued support of the Army Football Podcast, As for Football, and Army Athletics. You can find us across all platforms of social media at As for Football. And as always, we would like to thank our sponsor, Emblem Athletic. Emblem Athletic is the source for all your custom sporting good needs. Be a gear hero for your unit today. Visit emblemathletic.com. Join the As for Football team for our next episode coming soon to a podcast platform near you.